Hi everyone, it's Chris. I just wanted to pop in before this episode to say it is our 10th episode, so thank you all so much for listening. It means a lot to both Sammy and myself. I also want to apologize for the fact that I neglected to connect my microphone for this podcast, so my audio is not great. Just please bear with me, and uh, yeah, let's get into it. Hello everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. Today is Thursday. January 13th. We have a great episode for you guys today, episode 10 of Mind of the Gap, so it's a milestone for us. We're going to start off with a recap of the college football national championship, a good game there. We're then going to go back and take a look at our week 18 NFL picks. Then, in our latest episode of Ranking, we're going to look at Kanye West's albums and his top 15 songs. So good one for you guys today. Let's go. Welcome back to the podcast. This is the second time we tried to record this for uh, various reasons. We were supposed to record on Tuesday, but Sammy had to fish, so that didn't work. Told me that as I woke up to record the podcast. That was okay, you know, a little bit annoying, okay. but we move, we move. Okay. Like Any words, Sammy? The... Any words for the fans? Well, today is Wednesday, so it's only a one-day difference. Uh, and let's not we're recording like... late. We're recording late on Wednesday. I won't be able to edit this till tonight. I basketball. Okay. Well. Well, it's your fault that we're recording late on Wednesday because you had physical therapy this morning, so don't blame that one oh, on me either. Oh, my fault. Tore my ACL. No big deal. Okay, I'm just saying. Uh, yesterday, I, I, will, injury. I will take the blame for yesterday. Uh, you didn't wake up early, though. We did it at 10.30, so let's not pretend like you woke up early. Uh, morning, I got, I was I got busy. the 9.45. 9.45. That's not my fault. Uh, well, I was busy in the morning, and then in the afternoon, I was uh, I was fishing. That is true. I did catch an alligator, though, so that was more interesting than recording a podcast. Thought I'd share that. Uh, but yes, yesterday's my fault, but today uh, we're both free, apparently, so I don't see a problem with this, Chris. Yeah, yeah, fair, very fair. Okay, so let's just dive right in. First, we're going to talk about the College Football National Championship, Georgia defeating Alabama. This is Georgia's first win, national championship win, in 41 years, so it's pretty big for them. Obviously, they lost in overtime to Alabama a couple of years ago, so it's kind of a measure of revenge. Kirby Smart worked with Nick Saban for a very long time, both Alabama and LSU on the Dolphins. So kind of uh, an example of the apprentice defeating the master. Stetson Bennett, now the hero of Georgia. I can only imagine what his life must be like right now. For those of you who don't know, this kid grew up in Georgia. He's like 5'9". He was an uh, unranked recruit. He walked on at Georgia. He left to go to a junior college in Mississippi because he wasn't getting enough playing time, transferred back, and then beat out a bunch of five-star recruits for the starting job and led his uh, his home team to a chip. So pretty impressive for him. I can only imagine what he's feeling right now and the emotions of his family and everyone in Georgia who kind of live and die by this team. Now, I decided to continue the trend, and since I didn't watch a single college football game all year, I decided to continue that trend and not even watch the finals or the championship game. So I went a whole year without watching a full game of college football, which in my mind is actually a success, I think. Uh, So I'm not really going to speak. I did tune in for the last drive of the game on my phone where I watched him throw the interception. Uh, But that's about my extent of the college football season. 
So I, I don't have much to say about this game, Chris. One would think that if you're doing a podcast that revolved around sports, you would uh, watch some of the major sporting events, wouldn't you? Well, I have clarified many times in the past that I don't watch college football, and you you know that, so it's not like it was a surprise. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, yeah, we weren't going to cover this in depth, but I thought it was worth a mention. Uh, one thing I will say is, you know, Nick Saban, traditionally, when you see a coach win that much, they become kind of like a villain. Like, I hate Coach K. I think he's very annoying. And obviously, I like Bill Belichick because he's my coach, but I could see why people wouldn't like him. But I feel like Nick Saban has become more and more likable uh, as he's won more over the past few years. Did you see the press conference thing he did, Sammy? I did see that, yes. Yeah, I the, thought, I mean, Bryce, people might say that was just, what do you say? With Bryce Young and the other dude? Yeah. Some people might just say that's just for show. Um, and, you know, maybe they're right. But honestly, I, I feel like uh, it was a good moment. He wanted to make everyone kind of aware about how he felt about these two guys, Will Anderson and Bryce Young, who both brought the team to where it was. And obviously, we all know they have some pretty crazy fans. So I think it was just important for him to, to say that. And he came off very well, I think. And I don't know, I feel like I really like him now in a way that I I never disliked him. But it's easy to become hated when you are just that successful as a coach. I think my favorite part of the whole college football championship was uh, Stetson Bennett's morning interview on the news. Did you watch that? I did watch it. He was I think some combination of still drunk and hungover. I don't know what was happening there, but he was on the news. I don't know when it was. I think it was Tuesday morning. He agreed to do a news segment. And they asked him questions, and he was so obviously not okay. And they they asked him, how much did you sleep last night? And it took him about, like, 10 minutes to respond to that question. He kept murmuring, and his final answer was, not much. And I think he was still drunk. I don't even think he was hungover. It was quite a hilarious thing to watch. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of ridiculous to expect this kid, like, after he wins the national championship with all of his college friends, to have him do an 8 a.m. interview the next day is kind of ridiculous. I don't understand. Do they agree to do that, or are they kind of forced to do it? Yeah, he, he posted an Instagram story at, like, 3 in the morning that was just a picture of some beers, and the caption, or, like, the, the text was, uh, 8 a.m. interview tomorrow, pray for me. Does he agree? Why, why would you agree to do that? Like, it does, why, it's not like being on the news, like, helps you in any way, right? I just think it's, it's a cool thing, right? He's, like, he's a kid from some random place in Georgia, when's he ever going to get this opportunity again, right? He's, he's not going to the NFL. He might even start next year. So, you know, it's, I, I get it. He wants, to, he wants to, you know, have his 15 minutes of fame here. Yeah, well, I think he probably should not have been on the news after what I watched. Uh, I mean, oh it was well. hilarious. So. It was funny, yeah. All right, that's enough of the college football. Great discussion there. Uh, shall we move on to NFL here, Christopher? Yeah, absolutely. So It was a, it was a tough week. Out. It yeah, was a tough week. yeah. I'll, I'll read out our picks from last week. I, I don't think we have to do that. No, I, I don't think I don't think we have to read out our picks actually. Well, basically, we both went one for four, uh, one for three. No, sorry, one for four. One for four. four. We both had one win and three losses. Sammy won his Cowboys bet. I won the Raiders bet. I actually think that I probably won this week just because I picked the Raiders and he picked the Chargers. So I won the head-to-heads. That feels like a tiebreaker to me. Um, I don't know. I feel like my strategy actually worked out in a way because I think my Bears pick was very good. They just fell apart late. It was. The Bears were up the entire game, and the Vikings scored two touchdowns in the fourth quarter to win it. Okay, fine, but the Vikings kind of smoked them in the second half there. 
in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I mean, obviously the pick didn't hit, but I still I was in that bet. Whereas Patriots just such a weird game. Um, I should have I shouldn't have bet. What on did I say? No, no. You did, what did I say last podcast with the Patriots Dolphins game? Sammy, was you have no room to talk right now. You you want no? I'm just gonna say that everything I said about that was was true about Patriots not the, being able the to Patriots, win in Miami. The Patriots beat the Dolphins in Miami like three years ago, like fifty five to seven. Okay, well, I'm just going to say that everything I said on that podcast was factually correct. I mean, this year was rookie quarterback. Last year was Cam Newton. The year before was Miami Miracle. And the year before that, it was like 60-10. to 10. Fair enough. But they, in fact, lost, and it made me happy to watch that game. Yeah, it did. Uh, it did. They did lose. But they're in the playoffs. That's all that matters. Got the Bills next week. I feel very confident about that game. If we lose, I don't know what I'm going to do. But, yeah, some my Cardinals pick also just... The I'm so out in the Cardinals. I've I've flip flopped all year. I thought they were contenders for a while. I thought they were frauds. I was back in on the contenders, and now I just don't know what to do. I'm gonna bet against them next week in the playoffs. It's just I, I hate this team so much. I'm pretty sure. Why are they so bad, Sammy? I'm I'm pretty sure your Bills are gonna beat my not your Bills. Your Patriots are gonna lose the Bills next week. Pretty confident. They're not gonna lie to you. I mean, yeah, on it. Like, if you give me true serum, yeah, like they're probably gonna lose. But I mean, just just. This season, going from last year, going like eight and eight with Cam Newton, to going ten and si- ten and seven with uh, a rookie quarterback, drafted fifteenth overall. We got a good team. It's pretty young. Obviously, Mac Jones can only get better from here. One would hope, right? I don't know. I just it feels like a good season to me. Ultimately, I think there were not high expectations for us going in. So even if we lose in the first round here, I think there are enough positives that I'll be able to walk away from the season feeling very satisfied with how it's gone. I agree. It was definitely a successful season. Uh, I don't think we should talk about the playoff games because we're going to preview that on Friday, I believe, or Saturday, depending on when it comes out. But, I mean, we might as well go, go over some of the games. want to start with the most important one, the Chargers-Raiders game. I was pretty confident my Chargers bet was going to win. I was very disappointed in this one. I was pretty confident the Chargers were going to win this game. I was really even when they were down by like two touchdowns. No, in the fourth like quarter. before before the game started. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was I was actually down for the Raiders. I gave you my reasons. I think the ghost of John Madden really pulled for them there. You hated oh, come that, on. but you know whatever. I, I don't know. I think that I did. <laughs> Chris Collinsworth uh, during the game, he was like, "Al, has there been ever been a better story than these Raiders?" Like all the adversity, probably yes. I, like, I think I there has. Like, yeah, and also it's like the the story is that their coach got fired for being homophobic and racist, and then their wide receiver killed someone. So I don't know, like adversity. Yeah, good story, probably not. Right, I agree. So that was a little bit confusing, but I don't the know. The most confusing thing for me about this whole game was at the end. Obviously, people know that if the Raiders wanted to, they could have taken the tie. Right, and both teams would have went in. And a lot of people on the internet were like, why didn't you take the tie? Why didn't you take the tie? And people are like bitching about it, right? But if you think about it, if the Raiders take the tie, they're the seventh seed and they have to play the Chiefs. And if they win the game, they're the sixth seed and have to play the Bengals, which I think is a massive difference. So it would make no sense for them to take the tie. Of course, you're going to kick the field goal to try to win the game. It's the difference between having a chance in the next round and most likely losing in the next round. So I, I didn't understand people like complaining about that when it was just obvious that you'd rather play the Bengals, so win the game. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think 
certainly from Raiders' perspective, it totally made sense to just run the ball and go for a field goal there. I, I get why. I understand them not being too aggressive to try and win the game, right? They were running the ball a lot and running the clock out because you obviously don't want to throw an interception, do anything crazy and, and have some weird turnover and then let the charge get a field goal there. What I didn't understand, and I still don't really understand, was the Chargers calling that timeout. Um, it seems like Staley says that it was just to make a substitution, and only five seconds left on the play clock when he made that substitution. But obviously, it's impossible to know what the Raiders' plan was, although I do assume they were going to run the ball again. But but who knows? Who knows, right? Uh, and ultimately, what it came down to is that there's that third down, like third and five, Josh Jacobs gained 15 yards, put in a field goal range. I think that if he doesn't do that, then they're totally fine punting it. The Chargers get the ball at the five-yard line. They kneel it because they don't need to win the game. They Their seeding would have stayed the same. They're going to be the sixth seed no matter what. So I think from the Chargers' perspective, ultimately what it came down to is your run defense was horrible all year and you couldn't get a stop when you needed it most. And there's not that much more to it than that. Yeah, people are saying a timeout's the reason why. I don't see it. The, the reason that this happened is because Josh Jacobs, he won the game for them on those two big runs. It wasn't because the timeout. People just want to blame something. And the Raiders did the right thing here to try to win the game, right? It's a better seating. You're not going to just like take the tie because, oh, it's fun. No, Yeah, completely. Did the right thing here. All right. Also, we'll I, I understand. I, I understand that Staley's thing is going forward on fourth down, and the analytics can be whatever, right? It's like small differences analytic wise. And I didn't. I didn't actually see these numbers, but it boggled my mind when they went for it on like fourth and three from their own eighteen yard line. That that just made that just made no sense to me. Did you watch the final drive when they completed eight? fourth down yeah that was ridiculous but, but you have to go on fourth down there like that is there's no question you go for for, for, for a fourth down there because you need a touchdown but going for a fourth down on your own 18 yard line just it made no sense to me and i guess the numbers whatever but the Raiders then got a field goal there and then just went on a run they scored uh, what like 15 18 straight points i don't know exactly what it was but it felt like that really changed the momentum of the game there and i i I don't want to sound like uh, I'm bashing analytics. I'm not. I I think he's a better coach than most people do. And like when Harbaugh went for those two-point conversions, ultimately they didn't work out for him, but it was the right move based on the numbers. So I don't actually mind that in any way. And I'm very much pro-analytics in football. But I think it's hard to quantify the the momentum that is gained by the Raiders in stopping that fourth down getting the ball back, scoring, scoring, whatever. And also for the Chargers, it must be demoralizing, right? To, for the defense especially, to just go to lose fourth down to fourth down and then put the defense in a, in tough, in a tough spot where the defense is, has to deal with this offense that's already in the red zone. So I don't know. I think it, that stuff is harder to quantify and I think it should be taken into account. I mean, overall, I'd say, I think the Chargers are going to be a good team. I think Herbert has a lot of future in this league. I think he's going to win an NFL championship soon. Maybe it's a good thing that they didn't make it this year because they obviously weren't quite good enough this year, but I definitely see a lot of potential with this team in the future, so that's good. Yeah, I mean, it, it just sucks because if there had been a tie, we would have gotten them both, and now we get the Steelers. Yeah. So. Uh, Steelers should get it. We're not going to like preview the game, so I think the Steelers just get absolutely smoked 
whatever, doesn't matter. I think the second most interesting game, well, it probably was, the 49ers-Rams game was an incredible game as well. Yeah, it was. I'm just going to say this. I'm just going to say this. I think the 49ers beat the Cowboys in Dallas next week. Because if the Niners play how they played in the second half of that game against the Cowboys, they're going to win that game. Yeah, and the Cowboys haven't really looked. They obviously, they, they murdered the Eagles uh, on Saturday. But up until then, they really hadn't looked that good. And Dak had looked kind of off. So that, that could have been a get-right game for them. But I don't know. I think it's just tough because... Obviously, Jimmy G is better than Trey Lance, but he's not—he's not that good. And so, if he—if he has—if he doesn't have any of those just idiotic throws, or if he gets lucky and the defense drops like two interceptions, I think they win this game. But there's always going to be a Jimmy G play, right, where he just chucks it up, and you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, that's true. He's good, but he's obviously not good enough. To win a Super Bowl, I don't think both. I mean, Debo except Samuel, that, except that he almost did, right? He was one throw away from winning Super Bowl two years ago. He was three years ago. Yeah, with 49ers Chiefs, it was close the whole game, and then he overthrew Emmanuel Sanders on that uh, on the deep Chiefs. on the deep route. Yeah, I barely remember that. He was one throw away from winning Super Bowl, so he can do it, right? He's capable of doing it. He's a good quarterback. It's just the inconsistency that's there, and also he is hurt, so. He looked he looked all right in the second half of that Rams game, but in the first half he looked horrible. Oh, but yeah, Trey Lance is so bad that it doesn't even matter. Yeah, like he's not going to get benched or anything. I will right, we'll see what happens next. We'll preview that game in the next podcast. Also, I mean the Packers just pissed me off because I put them in my four team bet. If you would have told me Aaron Rodgers was going to play more than a half, I would have been like, okay, this is the easiest bet ever. But somehow they still managed to lose the game, which just pissed me off to no extent. The Lions are frisky. They are actually they're a better team than people gave them credit for. Oh yeah, like they're not good, but they're they're way better than the Jaguars. They're way better than the Jets and Giants. Like I yeah, think I, think, I think the Lions, Lions are... and I think the Lions and Texans are better than those three teams you just mentioned. For sure, for sure. And also Dan Campbell did a good job of making that team care the whole season, right? Like it's pretty. It seemed like the Jaguars kind of quit. Although they didn't, they didn't quit last week when they as we can talk about that game next. Um, but. The Lions, they, they fought the whole season despite their record. And they, they have a pretty young team, pretty good team. Obviously, Jared Goff is not the long-term answer at quarterback, although there aren't really any quarterbacks in this draft that really stand out. So I don't know what they're going to do about that. But Suell was pretty good. Aaron Ross St. Brown has been incredible. Seems like they got a good coach. So I, I think that they're trending upwards, although they certainly are not anywhere near contending yet. I mean, it's so mind-boggling that the Jaguars beat the Colts. Yeah, I would do that now. I mean, that, that that was just that was just absolutely wild. Like the Colts, they know going in, if we win this game, we're in the playoffs, and they're playing the two and fourteen Jaguars, who have been brutal all year. They fired their coach mid season. They've been awful. Trevor Lawrence has looked very bad the entire season. He looked like. I mean, I think we all thought coming out of college he was the best quarterback. He was kind of unanimous number one overall pick. Mac Jones looks so much better than him all year. And, I mean, honestly, Zach Wilson looked better than him after the first, like, four or five weeks. Justin Fields looked better than him. So, I think going into this game, no one had any remote idea the Jaguars could win. But Trevor Lawrence started out, like, 11 for 12. He finished 23 for 32 for two for 223 and two touchdowns, no interceptions. 
Carson Wentz was brutal the whole game. Jonathan Taylor couldn't really do anything on the ground. And the Colts just somehow lost this game. I, lo- I love how Jonathan Taylor has such high expectations now that 15 for 77 with more than five yards of carry is doing nothing. I love the high expectations we have there for him. I'm just going to say... But it, it's not even that. It's because they were down... Like, the game script just didn't run to him, right? Because if he gets 25 carries, he's going to have 150 yards. But they were down the whole game, so you force Carson Wentz to throw the ball, and he just is terrible. And they traded a first-round pick. Like, they don't have a first-round okay, pick okay. this year because they traded for him. I Like, before this game, I thought Carson Wentz was having, like, a pretty damn good year. Like, I don't know. No, no, no. He's been, he's been. No, I watched some of his games. He wasn't that bad at all. I thought he was the least of the problems in that team. I thought he was good enough to like take them to the playoffs. Absolutely not. I, I always. He had twenty seven. No playoff. Yes, I thought he was gonna. I thought he was taking the playoffs because I thought that this year they were gonna playoffs because they had to beat the Jaguars. Okay, listen. But I never was confident in him. He had thirty five hundred passing yards, which isn't a lot. But he had twenty seven touchdowns and only seven interceptions, which is a good ratio. And he had a passer rating of ninety five, which is like not bad at all. Ultimately, I think that he was most successful in games when Jonathan Taylor could take the load when they got up early and they just hand the ball off a hundred times. Jonathan Taylor could kind of win the game for them. But when he was asked in a game like this to throw the ball and come back against a very bad Jaguars team. He just, he couldn't do it. And they're paying him $15 million next year. They don't have a first round pick. I mean, this is just disastrous, Sammy. I mean, I thought the Colts were like good. Like three weeks ago when they beat the Patriots, I thought the Colts were very good. And I thought they actually had a playoff run chance. I was seeing like AFC championship hopes, but evidently not. And this raises an important question. Who do you take the frisky lions or the week 18 Jaguars? The Lions, the Lions, a hundred times hundred. I thought the Lions. I think I think I think Jaguars do that game once. You don't think like next year, like Lawrence sees this last game, he's like, okay, this is like the bottom oh, oh, line now. Next year, next year. Like this is like they have potential now, right? Yeah, or I mean, no. probably next year. Like, yeah, I think Jaguars probably will be better just because. I mean, at the end, it's coming back, right? He's hurt this whole year. I don't know, and, and Trevor Lawrence should be better, right? And and the yeah. Lions still don't really have a quarterback. But I think I, I think they'll both be very bad again. I think that if I had to predict the top three picks next year, it'll probably be the Giants, the Jaguars, and the Jets. The yeah, maybe the Jets. Yeah, Jets or Jets, Jets or Lions again, right? Like those are probably the top four. I don't see well, them getting way I think better. Li- I think Lions will be better next year. Yeah, I think they might go like six and eleven, right? Yeah, so top that's five what we like pick. to hear. Yeah. All right, of course, I think we've gone past our desired time for the segment already. Yeah, well, I'll cut out the bit of uh, the bird. I'll cut out the beginning false start. So we're probably looking at like 18 minutes right now. All right, not too terrible. Uh, we will yeah. probably another episode be released on Saturday where we will discuss the weekend playoff game. So we're not going to talk about that and now. And give our picks, yep. But in recap, it was a very entertaining week 18. Chargers eliminated. By last second field goal, got the Rams choking and letting the 49ers in the playoffs, which eliminated the Saints, and obviously the Steelers making it through because of the Colts' disgusting loss to the Jaguars. Uh, but now we're just looking forward to the playoffs. It's very sad the season's over. It always goes by so quickly. It is. It's so sad. There's only like five weeks of football left. Yeah, it's so dramatic. All right, well, we will discuss the playoffs in the next episode, but for now, let's move on to our next segment, correct, Chris? Yep, we'll be back right after this quick break. 
And welcome back to the latest episode of Ranking, or whatever we're going to eventually whoa. call it. That was like so a... Why'd you say it like that to the latest episode? I don't know, actually. I don't that was know. very I don't odd. Know. I don't know. <laughs> Let me try that again. Ready? And welcome back, everyone. We are going to dive right into our latest ranking segment, which is going to be all of Kanye West's solo albums. So we agreed not to include Watch the Throne, Kids See Ghosts, or um, Cruel Summer. And then we are going to be talking about the top 15 songs, top 15 Kanye West songs. So I think it's a pretty good topic. I think there's a lot we can debate about this one. So I think we're going to do albums first, Sammy. So why don't you give us your bottom three albums? Okay, bef- three. before we start this, like some people might think this is a dumb topic, but I think most people would read Kanye West as the most, I'm not going to say talented, but like most all around, how would you phrase this? Like influential artist I, I of the 21st call century? Him- yeah, yes. I could call him the most influential rapper in the 21st century. Exactly. So these are like this is like important influential stuff going on here. So this is a much much necessary discussion here. Just gonna put that out there. Yeah, yeah. Thank it's you. Pretty, I think it's All pretty right. good topic. Obviously, each week we'll think of a new one. So yeah, Sammy, you go first, buddy. Bottom. Th- I'm gonna be honest. I'm not like a crazy Kanye fan. Like I I know my stuff, but a lot of these albums, like I haven't really listened to most of the songs on them, which is fine since the albums are like from 2004 and stuff, the old ones. But I'm going to do this based off my personal preference slash some internet research. So first of all, we're starting off with the bottom three. Uh, I'm going to put these... I'm just going to say these three are no particular order. Bottom three, they just are the bottom three. Uh, Jesus is King, Donda, and Ye. I completely agree. You agree? So okay, Chris ten, agrees. Ten albums. Ten albums that we're ranking. My So ten, Jesus is King, nine, Donda, eight, Ye. That's literally what I had. That's exactly what I had on my list. Ten, nine, eight. Yeah, I mean, I think it's not shocking that that's what we both have. Um, talking about Jesus King, I guess it was just, it was a weird departure from what he usually does. I will say I I love the Kenny G trumpet solo on Use This Gospel. I listen to that fairly regularly just because that solo is incredible. Um, and then Donda, I don't know. I thought that he got. I thought he got overshadowed by the features a little bit on Donda on some of the songs. It felt bloated. It's like 25 songs. I feel like you could have cut down there. What's your and favorite then, yeah, song? I don't know. Uh, what's your favorite song on Donda? Uh, off the Grid and Hurricane. Yeah, Hurricane, he was absolutely carried, so. Yeah, like the, ba- the baby verse on Hurricane and the weekend, like, uh, uh, the weekend chorus are the best parts of that song. I think No Child Left Behind is the best song that he didn't get carried on. Yeah, I mean, off the grid, certainly 5EO had a fantastic verse on that one. I like Jail, too. Moon is pretty good. But J- I don't J- know. I feel like there are, are yeah, more Jail's... misses than hits on that album. Let's be honest. No song from these three albums comes anywhere close to top 15. No. I have some honor. I, I include honorable mentions that I include because I wanted one from every album to be at least mentioned in my top 15 or the vicinity of my top 15. But yeah, none of these songs would get anywhere near. Fine. All right. Let's do seven and six now, okay? We can do top five after. Okay, right. yeah. Uh, so I'll go first. I'll go you first. Go first. My, my seven is Yeezus, and my six is 808s and Heartbreak. All right. Uh, my seven is 808s and Heartbreak, which sure, close enough. I'm going to say my f- Yeezus is number five for me. I put College okay. Dropout at six. Oh, really? I did. Really? I did. Really? I did. 
I that that I'm I completely disagree with that one completely. No, I know it's like people say it's a really good album, but I'm just gonna say I've never really listened to it, and I think I think the problem with this is I think a lot of like Kanye fans and like music fans like have like a nostalgia a tendency to be very nostalgic, so they'll say like the old albums are better like just because it was like his first or second album and it's like what made him famous, but I don't think the quality of music is better in that album than the top five. I'm just gonna say that. I mean, I'll go more into my opinion on that when I actually get to that album in my rankings, but I could not disagree more with that positioning. Okay. So well, for I... me, I'd say for me, Yeezus and 808s, they're both very good albums. I like them both a lot. Um, I just think that they don't really compare hit for hit with the albums I have above them. I think my highlights on Yeezus are Hold My Liquor, Bound 2, and I Am A God, as well as New Slaves. And those are all very good very influential album for Kanye. I don't know. I think I think it's very good. I like it a lot. Black Skinhead obviously is a banger, but it's just not in my top top level. And then 808s, I like that as well. I like that as well. Heartless, Love Lockdown, Paranoid RoboCop are all very very good songs. But again, just didn't really crack my top 5. I have Yeezus at 5. And I'm just going to say that I have a song from that album in my top five as well. So I'm just going to put that out there. Okay. I think I, I think I went from that in my top 15. I'm not positive. But I don't know. I think, I think again, well, I mean, now that oh, we've passed the, my bottom three, I will say that I no longer have any like albums I don't love. I, I really love all these albums in my top seven. I just I, – you have to rank them, right? And so as I get higher up, I can explain kind of more – what differentiate each album for me uh i mean so far this is like pretty respectful right we have like most the same at least we're agreeing somewhat on the albums which is good so far yeah uh why don't you do five and four go give me five and four uh life of pablo five graduation four. Oh, i i now we're gonna start disagreeing on this shit uh i put yeezus at five i put late registration at four okay Again, he, he wants I, to kill me right now. No, 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 no. That that's more respectable than college dropout at like six, wherever you put it. Explain, explain. Like you just explain yours first. The bird. I'm gonna literally. I'm gonna go um, in there. Take the bird and throw it out the window. <laughs> so I'm gonna go take the bird and throw it out the window. Yeah, but how can you Sammy's that? bird is being very loud right now. Um. Oh. So, my thoughts on Life of Pablo. I I feel like this is uh, it's, a, it's overall. Very, very, very good album, right? I think the Ultralight Beam is an incredible song. I think that uh, Father Stretch My Hands parts one and two are both fantastic. There is definitely the odd kind of Kanye bar in there that just feels a little strange when he says it sometimes. But Father Stretch My Hands part one, the part one and two and two. Yeah, I can't combine them. Part one is a strange, strange bar there. But just like that's kind of what you get with him, right? There always there's always a bar or two where you hear it and you're like, whoa, where where did that come from? Um, but it did. It, it, this album feels like a bridge between older music and his newer music. It came between Jesus and Ye. I feel like it's a transition transition period for him, where he's evolving. You can see him evolve in real time. He's becoming more nuanced and experimental in his music, and I love kind of going back and listening to how his sound changes over time. And you can debate whether or not it's for the better. Like, I think I do tend to like his older music a little bit better than his newer music, 
with that being said, I love all of his music. I think that he's a very talented artist. But just for me, yeah, Life Pablo 5, um, No More Parties in LA. I love that song so much. It is my top 15. I'll, I'll let you know that right now. No More Parties in LA, incredible song. I'm just going to say, obviously our, very I, controversial with Taylor Swift line, but you know, kind of what you get with Kanye. I'm just going to say, I think our top 15 songs are going to be very, very different. I'm going to put that out there right now. Yeah, probably. Uh, and then, uh, wait, did I do, did I say my four? Yeah. Graduation yeah. four. I love graduation. I think so that much. is, I think that's the worst take you've, you've said in a while. Really? Do you have a higher? I have graduation on one. Really? Okay. Okay. Again, like. I was going to say, my top four albums, You, I think you could switch them all around if you wanted to, and I'd be totally fine with it. I love Graduation. I Wonder is a great song. Can't Tell Me Nothing, Flashing Lights. Good Life is such a fantastic... I listen to Good Life incredibly frequently. I love Good Life so much. I think T-Pain is incredible on it. I don't know. I, I That song's incredible to me. I I say incredible too much, but I love that song. It's okay, at, error, at this point, and the whole album together, it's just awesome. Just awesome. At, the, at this point, let's just say the ranking because we're just like teasing around it. All right, so I have number one, I have Graduation. Okay. Wait, can we stop for one second so I can go kill a bird? One second. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, kill the bird, Sammy. Do it. A few minutes later. This might look stupid, but like actually if he's like on you, like he won't, he won't scream. He'll just be quiet sitting right here. So he'll just sit here quietly now. Trust me. Okay, great, great, great. All right, where were we? Uh, you you were saying your top three. Your yes. top three. All right. Or, you know, give me your top five, so I just have them all. Okay, so now at this point, we're just like talking about, let's just say the rankings. So at one, I have Graduation. Yeah. Two, I have My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Uh, okay. Three, I have, it's a little high, but I really like Life of Pablo, so I put it at three. Late Registration, okay. four. Yeezus, five. College Dropout, six. Okay, so I have uh, College Dropout 1, Come on. Administration 2, Stop it. My, Beautiful Dark, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy 3, Graduation 4, Left Pablo 5, 808s 6. There's, I'm sorry, there's no, like, I know you're a, a big Kanye fan and you like the old stuff, but there's no way that Late Registration and College Dropout are 1 and 2. Okay, so I guess I won't spoil my top 15 songs, but College, college Dropout... I, have you, I mean, have you listened to it? Listen, have you listened to the whole album ever? I, I was sitting on my couch about an hour ago and I was listening to like some of the top songs. I didn't really love them, like Jesus Walks and stuff like that. I think College Dropout is Kanye's peak. I think that the songs on Wait, it what? You just lyrically... said Con- so Kanye's peak was his first album, so he's just gone downhill since then. I mean, I guess you could put it that way, but I think that I think they're all really good. I completely I think his first album was his best album, but I I think, I don't know. I find it hard to really value your opinion too much when you haven't actually listened to the album. But I, I think that the lyrics, lyrically, he's a genius, obviously. I think that comes through in a few of these songs so clearly. And also for me, just part of ranking his albums, just being like, okay, what are my favorite songs? And which album has the most of those songs? Obviously, that's not the entirety of it because you want to also look at the whole album and how the songs flow together and how they work together. I think that that absolutely happens on cause drive. I think the songs interplay with each other and they all fit together and it's not too long. The way Don days, I think it's the right length. Whereas obviously you could look back at like, yay, like this, this is seven songs long. It's half an hour. You want a little more than that. I think college dropout is perfect in its length. 
doesn't overstay its welcome. The the production on the beats by Kanye is absurd. I think that obviously we all know that he is a genius producer as well. And that comes through honestly, I think it comes through the most in contrast and then also Yeezus. I think Yeezus has some of the best beats of any Kanye project. I I find the songs less in you know attractive in Yeezus, which is why it's not as high. The college dropout, I don't know, I feel like that might not be the most popular opinion. I know a lot of people love um, Dark Twisted Fantasy. I think a lot of people would have that first. I also love that. I think my top three of Cause Dropout, Labor Registration, and Fantasy could all be shifted around, and I wouldn't be too upset about it. But yeah, that's my ranking. Labor Registration, second. Um, Touch the Sky, Gold Digger, Gone, Diamonds from Sierra Leone. I love those songs. I think Gone is incredible. Such a sky is incredible. They're all bangers. And then, you know, Beautiful Arts Fantasy, I think, needs no kind of introduction. Everyone knows those songs, and they're all incredible as well. I'm, I'm going to say, I had my Beautiful Arts Fantasy at one for a while, but I changed it in the last moment because the way I rank an album is, this is going to sound really stupid, but, like, ratio of, like, great song to songs in the album. So, like, if 80% of the songs in the album are really good, then it's a really good album. Like, some of these, like, no offense, like, like for example, Donda probably had like two or three good songs and there was like 30 songs that's a horrible ratio right that's what i'm kind of saying here and i think out of all his albums i think graduation has the best ratio of great songs to total songs in the album that's my honest opinion i think how many songs are there there's 14 songs i think good morning stronger good life can't tell me nothing flashing lights and homecoming are all like fantastic songs and when, like, half of the songs are fantastic songs, I think it makes it the best album, in my opinion, right? I don't think any of the other albums have, like, half the songs that are more... Hey, hey, you, you, didn't mention, you didn't even mention I Wonder of Big Brother, right? Exactly. So those are both bangers as well. Exactly, that's my point, right? I don't think any of the other albums... They are really good, but, for example, you're saying College Dropout. College Dropout has 21 songs, and most people can't even name, like, five songs on that album, right? Uh, that's not how I would... If you just were going to go based on the number of songs someone could name from each album, the answer would be Dark Twisted Fantasy, right? Because it's not, it's also like, it's not just about like the mainstream, not not that I would consider myself to be like an, a, fan of, a fan of underground stuff or think that I'm like too good to appreciate his most popular songs. That's just pretentious, like douchebag kind of stuff. But I also think that if you were just going to go based off like, okay, you look at Spotify, which songs are the most played? That's not the right way of Obviously, I never said that. Album. But I'm just going to say that I don't think College Dropout has more than like two or three fantastic songs, and that's not a good ratio. Or in my opinion, I think Graduation has like seven fantastic songs. In my beautiful Tartarus of Fantasy, it's close. Like fantastic songs in that album, like Power, All of the Lights, like Runaway, like Monster. Like I see like four there, right? That's not as many as graduation this i don't like monster actually i exactly. don't like monster sure even more to my point so this i think graduation has seven fantastic songs i think it is the more i like i look at it the more i agree that it's the number one album i mean also to be fair and i'll be honest here like i don't love the skits there are like four skits in college dropout so i think that does make it like i, I you, you can't really include those when you're talking about like the ratio of good songs to bad songs i will accept like i personally don't i don't love skits that much i don't really whatever but i do then they tie in narratively to the album so i think they make sense 
but yeah, I won't listen to those every time I go through the album. Why don't we start doing our top songs? Because once we talk about the songs, we can also like talk about the albums more, right? All right, fair, fair, fair. All right, so I gotta go first. I'll just I'll read my honorable mentions here because I feel like I wanted to include at least one song from every album. So my mentions here are Homecoming, Power, Lost in the World, All the Lights, New Slaves, Off the Grid, Ghost no. Town, Use This Gospel. No! You have all of the lights and honorable mentions? Yeah. Can you leave? I will say... What? Dude, that's ridiculous. I, just, I already had... I have three songs in that album on my list already, so I didn't want to just oversaturate it. But also, I think that... I think that, that I love all the lights. If I had to look at the album, I think it's probably my like sixth or song album. It's ridiculous. I'm sorry. Uh, wait, say, go through the honorable mentions one more time. Honorable mentions, uh, Homecoming, Power, Lost in the World, All the Lights, New Slaves, Off the Grid, Ghost Town, Use This Gospel. Got it. So those are... And then, like, Off it. the Grid, Ghost Town, Use This Gospel. I mean, I like Ghost Town, actually. Use This Gospel and Off the Grid. I just want to include those because I wanted to highlight the best song that I... My favorite song from those albums. All right. Perfect. I didn't do... By the way, I'm just going to say honorable mentions. I know this isn't a Kanye song, really, but Champions with Kanye West, I think, is a fantastic song. And that's not really... <laughs> no, it's not. It's just yes, hype. It it's just no. hype. It's like, it's like the most hype song ever, and I love it. I know it's not really a Kanye song, but I just want to put an honorable mention for that one in there. That's it. That's my one honorable mention. I guess mention. I can include, like... I'll include, like, Mercy after I do that. Mercy is a really good song, but Watch. It's... Watch is really good, too. Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right, whatever. Mixed Personalities. Love that song. Give me 15 through 11. Go. 15 New Slaves. You just said New 14. Slaves was an honorable mention. Did I? Yeah. Bad preparation. Oh, my fault. There. I meant I, I didn't. That's that's on me. I forgot to take it off the list. So, sorry. New Slaves is 15. It's not a, it's not a mention. It's Got 15. It. All right. New Slaves. Uh, Heartless. Can't Tell Me Nothing. Gold Digger. All Falls Down. There's one thing I'm is, guessing somebody doesn't like this. No, I don't. The thing is, like, two of the songs that you've said so far are, are in my top three. Okay, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I, like, what are you gonna say about that? It's I disagree bad, with you, right? But I don't disagree with you. But I'm just gonna say I, I have some, I have some hot. This is gonna go. This is gonna be some screaming involved very shortly. All right, fifteen. I have Gold Digger. I think Gold Digger is like a good song, but I think it's criminally overrated. If I'm to be opinion, that's my. Honest I, I agree. Opinion. I agree with that. I think it's heavily overrated. Uh, fourteen is my sleeper pick. Uh, I wanted to include another song off Life of Pablo. I think Highlights is my sleeper pick. I think Highlights is one of the best songs that album, and I don't know why it doesn't get the... Really? I do. Do you not like that song? I'll be honest, I have not... I feel like I can't remember what that song actually is. Wow. Do I play it for the viewers? No, because we'll get, uh taken off out of the podcast but i'll listen to you after the podcast oh you we'll, can't play we'll music on the i didn't know you could you know what music. i'll go i'll go on mute briefly you, you you keep doing your list i'll listen to it wait just like 30 second break i'll listen to it all right work we're work. okay yeah i'm back uh i i now agree I, I don't agree on it being top 15 i think it's a good song i i i, I don't know I don't, I don't agree on being top 15 but i think it's a good song that was that was just my sleeper pick I, I kind of like that song. All right, 13, I have Homecoming, which I feel like you can okay. agree with at 13. 12, I, I have Stronger. I know Stronger is a really good song. It's like a really good hype-up, like, pump workout song, 
but it's a little bit annoying if you like i can't listen to that song like when i'm sitting on my couch that's the problem right i like that song yeah again like i would never listen to that song if i wanted like if i'm lifting fine but i i don't like that song just in terms of yeah it is annoying i found it annoying and the the sample is annoying all right, also at 11, I have power, which might be a little high in your opinion, but it's obviously, most people would say it's also very high. So yeah, I think so yeah. far, you can agree with those so far, right? Nothing crazy there? Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I, I don't I don't hate any of those picks. All right, cool. I have, now, power, and homecoming, I have power and homecoming in my honorable mentions, so now, I, now, I think very highly of them. Beautiful. Now we got top 10, so give me 10 through 6. Uh, no More Parties in LA, 10. Hell of a Life, 9. Gone, 8. Touch the Sky, seven. Good Life, six. I've never listened to three of those songs. Which three? Gone. Gone is so good. Gone is so good. Touch the Sky, I've never listened to. Also incredible. I've never those listened to... Those, I mean, okay, okay. Where'd you put Labor Distraction in your album ranking? Four. And you haven't listened to those two songs? That was based solely off like three songs that I know very well. Okay, well, if you have it at four and you have not heard Gone or Hell of a Life, or sorry, Gone or Touch the Sky, then once you listen to those two songs, it's going to increase your opinion of it. Got it, Pravel, listen to those two songs. Yeah. Uh, it's six, Good Life. Okay, I can agree with that. Okay, yeah. my, in my opinion, at 10, I have Good Morning. I think Good Morning is an incredible song. Mm, I don't love Good Morning. I think it's a fantastic, it's the best first song he has in any of his albums. It's the best opening song to any of his albums. I would have to. I would have to go back and actually look at the album. Can I? I consult on that, but I consulted a friend in this, and he is a very he hypes up the song a lot. And can I read you what Which he friend? said? Uh, you don't know him. Can I read you what he said? Uh, he hyped up "Good Morning" a lot. Yes, I asked him, and he said "Good okay, Morning." Yeah, sure. He said "Good Morning" should be a top five song. Uh, he said "Good Morning." I like good. I, I like "Good Morning." I like "Good Morning." I'm not. I'm not disrespecting that. I just don't have my top fifteen. Uh, here's the here's the paragraph. Good morning set the tone yeah, for great. his entire graduation album, which was the first one that kind of thematically stepped away from his previous work and also from hip hop and R and B. Blah blah blah. He ripped off international music and partnered with foreign artists and groups like Daft Punk. Nobody had done that, uh, all while shitting on the American college system and saying that a college degree is useless. Uh, and he he talked about the line where he talks about how far an African American man has to go to be successful in a college system. Blah 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 blah. So his whole point was that. It's a fantastic song to listen to, but it also has like a much deeper meaning to open up the album, uh, which I actually agree with. I listened to it again, and in his opinion, also the music video is fantastic and hilarious. So I listened to it again, and I think it is the best first song out of any of the albums, and I do think it deserves to be in the top ten. That was kind of like a random. I, no I looked back. I looked back on all the albums. I think that Ultralight Beam. I would I would think Ultralight Beam is better than. Good is Morning. Ultralight Beam? Uh, the first song. It's the first song on Pablo, yeah. Shit, I take that back. Uh, so I'm going to say <laughs> that Good Morning is... Second best. Second best? Well, I think it's still the most influential first song, but in terms of like wanting to listen to, sure, second best. I, again, I like Good Morning a lot. Okay, this um, is... Going... I don't have it in my okay, top. Okay, fine, whatever. Top I don't know why we're talking so much about one song here. My bad. All right, number nine, uh, I have Good Life, which you can agree with there. Okay. It's close. Yeah. Number eight, I have Men in Paris. Okay. Uh, you haven't said that one yet. I assume that's in your top five. I'm not. No, I'm. I, I'm not including. Uh, I'm not including um, songs off of Watch the Throne or 
Kitsy Ghost on this. But if you were to include that song, where would you put it? Um, if why if I were, I mean, honestly, I like Otis better than. I like Otis and No Church in the Wild better than um that song. But it's like objectively, but like, it would be a... it it would it would be top fifteen. It's 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 very hype. It's a very hype song. It's the best like party like rap song. Yeah. Yes, I agree with that. I mean, it would be top fifteen probably. Yeah. All right, and then seven, I have Diamonds from Sierra Leone, which I think is really you, you included that song, but not Gone or Touch the Sky because you just haven't heard them. I haven't heard them. Diamonds from Sierra Leone, I know very well for some reason. I think it's like the most underrated song ever. I think it's probably the the fourth best song on that album. Okay, I think that's the best song on that album. Uh, six, I have. But you haven't of... heard Gone or Touch the Sky before. I probably haven't. Those are both it's better. Like, I can't like certain songs like stick more to certain people. Like you probably like those songs more. I like this one more. This isn't like an objective list. It's like an opinion, right? Yeah, I guess. I guess. Six, I have flashing lights. Uh, that's I, totally fair. I have that in my um, I have that in my in my list. Wait, do I have that? In my list? I don't know why you don't have that in your list. Wait, stand by, stand by. Oh, this is a big slip up here, ladies and gentlemen. Oh no, I had it in my honorable mentions. Flash not honorable mention. That's criminal. It shouldn't be in your honorable mentions. Uh, I like so, it. I like the song. So you don't have diamonds from Sierra Leone in your list? No, because I think that there are two songs on that are better than it. I disagree. I think that song is better than every song that um. But you haven't heard the other two. I songs have. Before. I've listened to them. They just haven't stuck to me. I don't but remember they them. Don't, they you didn't... don't remember them that well if you didn't. Include... They didn't... Yeah. So if you don't remember them, that, that you did, you wouldn't include them. So of course you're gonna pick times from Sierra Leone ahead of them. And uh, because I don't remember them means it didn't really stick to me. So I didn't think it was that good of a song. Or you heard it once five years ago and just didn't think about it again. Fair enough. All right. Uh, let's go on to the top five here. Give me your fi- fifth and fourth song, or just go five through one. I don't care. Just go uh, five through one. Okay, five through one. Jesus walks five. Something controversial. Uh, Runaway four, Devil in a New Dress three, Family Business two through the Wire one. Okay, I'm gonna what? I, I understand that. First of all, I think that what? people who put run, Runaway one is just boring. I think that's just okay, lame. Okay, okay, so I wasn't pause. gonna put it one. Pause. Pause. Through the Wire. I love Through the Wire. I can't say I could tell. I don't think I've listened to that song many times in my life. I don't even know what it sounds I'll, like. I, I will take. I'll say. I'll take Through the Wire 1, Family Business 2, Devil New Dress 3. I could switch those around in any order and I'd be totally fine with it. It's kind of like a 1A, 1B, 1C thing for me. Um, so, I mean, the first two are both from College Dropout. So that's kind of why I feel like my let two me tell, favorite Kanye one, songs. One, one second. One second. Let me share with Victoria. I, I, I can keep talking, though, quickly. Um, but they're my two favorite songs. So I think it made sense for that for my first album. Just I love those both those songs. I think through the wire, kind of the backstory of it, how he literally had his jaw wired shut and wrote and recorded this song is absurd to me. Family Business, number two. I think that that song lyrically is probably his best. I think it, it's so poignant. It's so emotionally driven. I, I don't know. I, just, I love lyrically what he does there. I think also, I think, I think the production on both songs are incredible. I could listen to those songs over and over and over again. I have, and I would never get tired of it. Devil in a New Dress, my favorite song from that album. That might be controversial as well. I think I think that it's just kind of lame to put Runaway first because I do like the song a lot. It's my fourth song. I've ne- I'll be honest, I've never understood what the point of those last like four minutes are where it's just absolute nonsense. 
and that did kind of bring it down for me a little bit. I think he was you know, like a little too cute there. On it could be some like meaning that I have not researched enough. I think I've looked it up, and there's been no kind of reasoning behind it. But yeah, I don't know. Sammy, give me your thoughts. I'm surprised. It's it's weird. Those are weird top three Kanye songs, and you can admit they're weird. No, I, I fully admit that that those are not your typical top three songs. I've not. Songs. I don't think I've ever listened to Through the Wire, so I'll go listen to that after this is done. That's just so okay. Weird. Your homework is to listen to Through the Wire. Gone, no, just send me your five. list. I'm gonna listen to all of them. Okay. Uh, did you? Put, I, have a where is, I have a whole playlist. Where is Ultralight Beam? I don't have it on there. That's ridiculous. Bleep that out. <laughs> uh, I I understand. I understand that also being controversial. I just don't love this song. There's also I, another I can, song. I can fully. There's also song? another song I can't believe you missed, which is my number five, "Blood on the Leaves." Again, again, I I totally understand. Um, those two songs that we're talking about, like most influential, greatest, whatever. I those are two songs I'm fully willing to admit. I am in the minority of people who like who don't love those songs. That's totally understandable, right? And I get what people would be upset about that or not by that. I just personally, personally, from my personal opinion, from my personal list, I just don't love those songs. Even James is like, what the hell is this list? I mean, you can respect that though, right? That like, I understand how great, how like, quote unquote, great those songs are and kind of the musical influence they've had. I just personally don't, I just don't love them. And so I can't include them on this list, my 15 favorite songs. All right, well, five for me is Blood on the Leaves. I think Blood on the Leaves and Diamonds from Sierra Leone are the most underrated. It's not really underrated, but I think those are great songs from like older albums. Four, I have Ultralight Beam, which might be a little high for that, but I think that's actually in terms of like sitting down and listening to a Kanye song, that would be like my most like enjoyable song to listen to, which is like, I don't know. I didn't really get into Kanye until a few years ago. So like in 2016, this album was the first album like I actually like listened to fully. And this song I think is incredible. And I know it's not, I think Chance the Rapper's vo- verse, which isn't Kanye's verse, but still his song. I think Chance's verse and the song's incredible. And I think in terms of like sitting down, like driving or just like listening to a song, this is like the most enjoyable one to listen to. Yeah, I mean, again, I totally understand where you're coming from. And I okay, you don't have to repeat the same stuff over and over again, Chris. I get no, it. I'm I just, it. I, cause, no, because I feel like I feel like people aren't going to love my opinion on this. And I'm like a hammered in the poll we're going to put up later. I just, again, like for me, these are songs that I would go back and listen to in my free time. Like when I'm just like, okay, I'm listening to a song right now. What am I going to pick? I think and I'm going to win. It's, it's, it would never be all tried being. I think most people who are going to respond to this poll, like aren't huge Kanye fans. So I think I'm going to win this poll by a landslide. Yeah, maybe. Also, because I, I do think, yes, I, I actually agree with you. I think that your list, not sound pretentious, your list is more like popular. You know what I mean? That makes sense. Yeah. So. Okay, let me just keep going. I've run away at yeah. three. Okay, I love that. I love to hear that. Thank you. I have. You're gonna hate this, but this is the first Kanye song that I like loved and fell in love with. I remember I heard this song when I was in seventh grade, and it's like my favorite song still. Number two, I have Heartless. Which again, like I again, I don't again for I the fifth time, Chris saying the same shit over and over again. No, I'm not. I'm. How am I saying that? I obviously I don't love the song. I understand why it's your second choice. I like the song. You said song. it a hundred times. If you say, "Oh, I like the song," but 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 it, it uh, just, it's just hard for me to do. It. It's hard for me to rank these songs. They're all so good. I know this was difficult. Uh, one, the reason I got so upset earlier is because I have all of the lights as number one. Yeah, I just I just don't. I I, I really like that song. I think it's a very good song. I just like. 
I mean, part of this also is that I wanted to diversify my list a little bit. I wanted to have songs different albums. So I think it's a very good song. I think yeah, it I'm gonna here's my argument for all the lists. There. I just yeah, I just think I think it's like the fifth best song on that album. Let me give you my argument here. All the lights has everything. It's a song I can listen to that hypes me up for a game, but it's not like stronger where I can only listen to it in the hype setting. Like I can very well listen to that song while driving or something or just sitting down. It has both of that like feel. It can be either a hype song or a like more enjoyable song to listen to. It has a it's like not just a joke of a song. It has a deep meaning to it if you listen to the verse. But it's also like yeah. very catchy as well. So I think that song Obviously, it's one of the more popular songs as well, so a lot of people would put all the lights top five. But I think most like Kanye fans, like hardcore fans, would also agree it's like a top five song, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just like looking at my my list. I just don't know which song I put it above because, like, for real, like I could these fifteen songs. They're all incredible. There's not like a there's not a song where I'm like. This song actually sucks. I could put all lights ahead of it. I love all fifteen of these songs. I think you have to put all the lights ahead of like some of the dumb ones you said in the middle, like Gone, like Hell of a Life. Like I think you got to put you all the lights above. Heard them? I don't care exactly. I haven't heard them. All the lights. Come on, it's such a good song. I agree. I agree with you. It's just not my top fifteen. All right, fair enough. All the lights, not on Chris's top fifteen. My number one song. These lists were wildly different. Yeah, I I do feel like I don't I don't regret this list because I it, it is my top fifteen songs and I I stand by it. But I do get the feeling I'm gonna get absolutely hammered in the poll. I was thinking about putting Father Stretch My Hands on here somewhere, but I just like listened to it. Why are we playing this song right now? That wasn't me. So that is that copyright right there? Yeah, I'll cut that out. No, they take that they take that to very seriously. All right. That's like a rem- so you think we'd actually get in trouble if we played a song on here? Probably not, but I also think that if we were to get in trouble, they just take the whole channel down with no cuz we're 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 not big enough that they would like give us a chance to defend ourselves. But like if we got sued by Kanye West, that'd be pretty cool. What? But if we got sued by Kanye West, that'd still be pretty cool. Yeah, we could put, we could put an episode titled like We Got Sued by Kanye, your biggest one yet. Exactly. All right, let's just do a recap here. My list, uh, 1 through 15. Okay, I have All of the Lights at 1, Heartless at 2, Runaway at 3, Ultralight Beam at 4, Blood on the Leaves at 5, Flashing Lights at 6, Diamonds from Sierra Leone at 7, Men in Paris at 8, Good Life at 9, Good Morning at 10, Power at 11, Stronger at 12, Homecoming at 13 highlights at 14 and gold digger at 15 which you know what i think it's a respectable list because it has a lot of yeah. popular it has a lot of the popular songs but i yet again i think it also has a lot of like more low-key songs that i like a lot so i think i like my list a lot yeah i don't hate your list at all mine is uh through the wire one family business two devil and new dress three runaway four jesus walks five good life six touch the sky seven gone eight hell of a life nine no more parties in LA, 10, All Falls Down, 11, Gold Digger, 12, Can't Tell Me Nothing, 13, Heartless at 14, and then New Slaves at 15. And yeah, yeah. again, I, I yeah. feel very good about it. I know you're I, a big Kanye fan. I understand why fan. you wouldn't like it, though. No, I don't not like it. Like, I agree, like, a lot of the songs are probably good, and you're, like, a big Kanye fan, so you like the old stuff. But it's just that I, I just don't know a good bunch of those songs very well, so I can't really speak to it. But 
I'll send you my list, and you gotta listen to the songs you haven't heard before. Yeah, send me the list. We're gonna put the poll up. I'm pretty confident I'm gonna win this poll. And... Yeah, if you're hearing this right now, the poll is up on our Instagram, mindthegap.pod. So head over there and vote and follow us and all that. Uh, and yeah, I agree. I think you're probably gonna win this one. I won last week, so probably one and one after this one. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. He has a lot of good if, songs. We could get some legit Kanye fans to vote, and they might pick me. We'll see. Uh, yeah, sure. I, I was thinking like maybe legit Kanye fans. I mean, yeah, I doubt it. I doubt it. But... We'll see. No, there's no disrespect to your list, but I just think my list is objectively the proper ranking. Uh, I, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't hate your list at all. I don't hate I'm it kidding. at all. I'm kidding, yeah. There, there was nothing on your list where I was like, this should not be included. Yes. And the only reason I said that these should not be included to Chris is because I haven't really heard them, so I can't really speak to them. So I'm going to go after this, I'm going to go and listen to like a bunch of these songs, and then maybe on the next podcast I'll quickly summarize my thoughts on those songs. Yeah, give your opinions, give your opinions. Yes, exactly. All right, wow, this has been more than an hour. This is a lot longer than I expected. Yeah, it is, it is. I figured out, though, how to speed up the editing process by a lot, so it actually made it way easier. You also want to use GarageBand from now on, apparently. Everybody, Chris wants to move to GarageBand for our recordings. Yeah, so for those of you who don't know, uh, you have to pay a podcast hosting service to actually put your podcast out, which is, is not that expensive. Um, and soon, you know, we'll be making millions off ads, so it's worth it in the long run. But we've also been using this uh, other service to actually record the episodes they need to pay for. And now that we actually know what we're doing, I think it makes more sense to just use Zoom, which is free, and then record on GarageBand, because then that's all free, and you don't have to pay for Riverside FM. I was, no free never, ads, I was never told by Chris that we have to pay for this until last week's and you still don't know how much you're paying so that's great i don't i don't know how much i'm paying no idea what's but we're going gonna on. stop we're after after this episode next one we're going to try and record on garage band and then hopefully that works all right we'll see how that goes all right ladies and gentlemen we gotta stop rambling on here i think we had a great discussion about nfl and college football great kanye discussion i know my mom's yep. gonna hate that my mom's gonna hate this episode because she doesn't like football discussion nor does she like kanye west so this is not a good episode for my mom here chris not a good one it's all right it's all right <laughs> all right uh we'll probably release the next one saturday we'll do best of the internet i yeah assume. so this will be up thursday morning next one saturday morning best of the internet playoff picks we'll get the picks out in time for you to actually bet on the games i know how many of you follow our picks religiously i know we got a lot of you know hardcore fans out there so we'll get it up for you in time for the game by the way just worry. to clarify i don't think i said this statistic but we did the math and so far this season chris's picks i'm cutting are... this i'm cutting this this, this is getting cut picks, this is getting chris's... cut stop this is getting cut it's a stat this is, this is going to be cut i'm not including this in the podcast chris's picks are 60 percent. i am 33 percent, and before this week chris was 85 percent. just gonna put that out there the reason why i did the stat is to check how bad i actually was and so i'm not going to include it on the podcast i i'll lose my credibility him. Okay, his credibility has been lost many weeks ago, don't worry. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, I think we are done for today. Anything else to say, Chris, or do we want to end this discussion? No, I think let's wrap it up. Good podcast today. We'll be back on uh, Saturday morning. Lovely. Thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, have a lovely rest of your week. We'll see you this weekend.